Welcome to the H-1B Guide Podcast. This is Immigration Bites, Episode 5, Top 10 U.S. Metro Areas for Entrepreneurs. Immigration Bites choose on the latest in employment-based immigration issues influencing staff augmentation in the U.S. The H-1B Guide Podcast is proudly sponsored by RecruiterNetworks.com, the smart solution for digital perm ads since 2001. Recruiter Network saves you time and money, minimal labor management, and flat job post pricing that provides recruitment websites in 1,024 major U.S. metro areas. Their services include automated certified screenshots ready for upload and on-demand storage for life. RecruiterNetworks.com. Tell them the H-1B guy sent you. I'm Robert Bouchard, the H-1B guy. Thank you for tuning into my podcast. You might be curious as to why I'm covering the top 10 U.S. metro areas for entrepreneurs. Well, the answer is pretty simple. 28% of the total U.S. entrepreneurs are in software and technology. From startups to well-established organizations, the demand for talent and the war on human capital has never been higher. I'm going to cite some data from an article written for LinkedIn Workforce Insights by George Anders back on December 2nd, 2020, titled Entrepreneurs Thrive in These 10 U.S. Cities and Nine Aren't Silicon Valley. Quote, New data from LinkedIn's economic graph team shows this entrepreneurial spirit running strong in cities across the United States. As the chart below shows, while the San Francisco Bay Area remains the national hub for startups at 15% of the total, cities ranging from San Diego to Austin have cracked the top 10 too. So U.S. cities with the most entrepreneurs by percentage of total U.S. entrepreneurs. Number one, San Francisco, 15%. Number two, New York City, 15%. Number three, Los Angeles, 9%. Number four, Boston, 5%. Number five, Seattle, 2%. Number six, Miami, Fort Lauderdale, 2%. Number seven, Denver, 2%. Number eight, Austin, 2%. Number nine, San Diego, 2%. And number 10, Salt Lake City, 2%. In terms of industry concentration throughout the United States, software and information technology services remain most common, attracting 28% of all founders. As the chart that I'm going to read below shows, the most common ones are media and communications, 10%, healthcare, 8%, finance, 8%, consumer goods, 7%, and corporate services, 7%. So going over the top 10 list for U.S. industries with most entrepreneurs by percentage of total U.S. entrepreneurs is mentioned, number one, software and technology, 28%. Uh, Number two, media and communications, 10%. Healthcare is number three at 8%. Finance, number four at 8%. Number five is consumer goods at 7%. Number six, corporate services at 7%. Uh, 
Number seven, manufacturing at 4%. Number eight, wellness and fitness at 4%. Number nine, entertainment, 4%. And number 10, education, 4%. Going back to August 5th, 2020 on the h1bguy.com and also on the h1bguy YouTube channel, I posted the H-1B guy reviews, H-1B workers by geographic area, H-1B approvals, H-1B average salary, and, and H-1B degrees. So I wanted to just do a quick recap of the metro areas in the U.S. that had 20,000 or more total H-1B approvals from fiscal year 2010 to fiscal year 2016. And these are in alphabetical order, and I'm just going to read them in, as well as the total. So Atlanta, Georgia, 28,500. Boston, uh, 38,300. Chicago, uh, 29,900. Uh, College Station, Texas, 37,800. Dallas, 74,000. Houston, 28,900. Metro New York City, 247,900. Philadelphia, 34,300. San Jose, um, Silicon Valley area, 22,000. And then Washington, uh, D.C., 64,800. While there are a few duplicates, I'll admit that there are not as many as I thought there would be. With only San Francisco, New York, and Boston appearing on both lists. So I think that's pretty interesting. I would have thought that the trend specifically for, you know, Texas, um, you know, we do see, uh, I, I guess, Austin isn't included um, here on the list for the metropolitan areas for H-1B approvals, but but it is for the entrepreneurs. While we see really three other cities, metro cities in Texas that are included on that list. What this shows is that immigration, and in this case, entrepreneurs, appear to be trending towards large metropolitan areas, more coastal and to a lesser extent, I'd say closer to the equator. This gives entrepreneurs and their organizations access. And that's really what it's all about. It's about access to a variety of individuals and their unique skill sets, access to major hubs in terms of transportation. This isn't just about STEM. But STEM does have a very large role in this trend. I'd also add, in my experience, is that most high-skilled immigrants tend to prefer larger metropolitan areas as well. We've seen U.S. metro areas like the aforementioned Austin, Texas, as well as Nashville, Tennessee, aggressively recruit and incentivize small and large organizations to relocate to their city. Coupled with COVID-19 rapidly accelerating the shift to our current digital borderless society, and it should not be a surprise to see this trend continue. It does remind me of a story of why my parents moved south after a very ridiculous cold winter in 1979, they decided to go from a farm in rural eastern central Illinois to a small coastal town in Georgia. 
My dad was sick of snowing show, uh, snow and, and scraping ice off of the windshields literally every day. I'll admit I'm a Southern boy through and through when it comes to the cold. Don't get me wrong. I don't mind a snow day, but give me 60 degrees and up any day. I am very interested to see what these percentages will look like in a few years from now, as I believe this will no longer be a trend, but a real shift in ideology for entrepreneurs and high-skilled individuals. We'll continue to monitor this, but I think the data over the last few years has proven that this is much more than an anomaly. If you've made it to this point, I just want to say thank you for downloading or streaming Immigration Bites Episode 5 on the H1B Guy podcast. If you're not already, please subscribe to the H1B Guy podcast on your preferred podcast platform. For more employment-based immigration coverage, please visit theh1bguy.com. Please follow me on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at the H1B Guy, or connect with me on LinkedIn, Robert Bouchard. And if you haven't, I'm going to ask you to subscribe to the H1B Guy channel on YouTube. The H1B Guy podcast is brought to you by RecruiterNetworks.com, the smart solution for digital perm ads since 2001. I'm Robert. I'm the H1B Guy. Your global source for all things H-1B.